Did you ever stop to realize that God is allowing what's happening in America? A baby has human DNA. It's a living human being, yet we continue to kill them. When men turned the truth of God into a lie and did not glorify him, Romans says, God gave them over to their own lusts until they burned for the same sex and lost their very identity. It is, according to Paul, the judgment of God. And now our nation would turn its back on the very liberty of expressing the truth of God's word and ban preachers from telling the truth to Americans. This wouldn't have been allowed had President Trump been reelected, but he wasn't, and God allowed it. Today, we're going to look at how God has historically dealt with those who refuse to honor him and believe his word. What we're facing today is not merely the problem of socialism or election fraud or even abortion and homosexuality. We are about to face the will of God when men deny him. When God allows men or nations to face pain, there is a divine plan and direction outlined from the beginning of time. God let Israel remain in Egyptian bondage for over 400 years. Centuries later, he allowed them to sink into sin and wind up in captivity in Babylon for 70 years. He allowed Satan to take Job's sons and then his wealth and health and to let Joseph be left for dead and taken prisoner. We need to realize that God often allows things that require greater understanding. Then we'll pray that God will change us first before we can expect him to change our nation. The media has started taking ministries off the air, off of YouTube and social media. The Democrats continue to fan the flames of racism to split the nation and gain power for themselves. The lies continue to spread without check. The protesters who went into the Capitol on January 6th were not armed, and everyone who died was a Trump supporter. They did not come to harm anyone. Yet when dozens were hurt during the riots in D.C. this summer, they were called protests, not the riots that they were. Not one single major news agency covered the story of the black teenager who went into a bowling alley five days ago in Philadelphia and started shooting men, women, and children, leaving one dead and several others wounded. If a white teen had done that, there would be rioting all over America. But here's the rub. God is letting it happen. It's not unusual for men to say, I don't believe in God because he let me experience so much pain. In Job's loss of his family, his wealth, and his health, God allowed that too. Then he spoke to Job in his pain when he started to complain. Job, deck yourself now with majesty and excellency, and array thyself with glory and beauty. Since you can't do that, Job, it's time to listen. It takes a lot for God to root out the self-righteousness, even in his own people. God had a plan that was, and is today, far above the wisdom of men. Isaiah said, And the loftiness of men shall be bowed down, and they shall go into the holes of the rocks and into the caves of the earth, for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty when he arises, to shake terribly the earth. We need to stop fighting so hard against the liberal agenda that we lose sight of openly seeking just what God's will and plan is in this trial. 
Fight abortion and the LGBTQ agenda, if you will, for that's a clear sound of heaven, but seek to know what God is doing in allowing this trial of unchecked corruption in our nation. We've seen what politics has done. Now let's learn to cooperate with what God is doing. He has a plan, and it's time we started admitting that we didn't know what it was, and then started asking, what is it, Lord, and how do we work with you in it? We need to start using the authority God gave us by allowing him to first set us apart again so we may be trusted with his power. Let's look at how God works in times like these. When Old Testament Israel was on their life journey to the promised land, they had many very challenging times. Imagine two and a half million people led by Moses through a barren wilderness for a year. Just after a miraculous deliverance from Britain, I mean Egypt, they complained about having nothing to eat. The Bible says, God has heard your complaining, and it came to pass as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of Israel that they looked toward the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. He told them that he would provide manna from heaven. And now, watch this. He said, You shall know that I am the Lord your God. You see, God showed his glory to a people who thought they were in big trouble. When Moses went up to Mount Sinai and received the Ten Commandments, the people grew impatient. They thought they had lost their leader, so they made a golden calf and said, Let's go back. That's what America is doing. Idolatry nearly became Israel's undoing right there, for God said he would destroy them. But Moses prayed for them and then called out to God, Show me your glory. And God did. When Israel was faced with the question, How do we get through this wilderness? God's glory showed up as a pillar of fire by night and a cloud of smoke by day. The Bible says when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. Is not God showing us that it is by the glory of His being that we are to be led? We behold His great honor, power, and love, and as it impresses our souls, we follow. When you seek His glory and honor with all your heart, you will find Him. He will make His presence known. We don't need to know all the rules, regulations, and hair-splitting nuances of the ancient languages of the Bible. We need to encounter God and His glory. When Israel was near to going into the promised land, God told them to send twelve men to spy out the land. He didn't send them out to see if they could go into the land and conquer it. He sent the spies in to see if they would go in. But the spies came back, and ten of the twelve said they couldn't overcome the giant armies that were there. They made everyone so afraid that the Bible says, All the congregation bade stone them with stones, and the glory of the Lord appeared. For their continued fear and unbelief in the face of what looked like a national disaster, God banished that generation to wander in the wilderness until they were dead. But it was God's glory that brought them to face the truth. Yet look how ridiculous men can get in their desire to have their own way and don't wonder why America is so messed up. You see, as soon as God spoke to them in a manifestation of his glory, the priestly family of Korah gathered all the congregation against Moses 
and Joshua and Caleb and brought them to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and you guessed it, the glory of the Lord appeared to all the congregation. You see, when God's glory showed up this time, and the entire family of Korah was slain by the Lord for the leading of their nation into rebellion, God took care of it. And then there was no water for the congregation, and they gathered themselves again together against Moses. And Moses and Aaron went from their presence to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and they fell on their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto them. Then after centuries of sin, God was about to send his nation into captivity in Babylon. Isaiah told them, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Folks, I'm sick to death of the prophets of prosperity telling us what Donald Trump is going to do. What God has been telling us to do for centuries is, if, when you are in captivity, you will seek me with all of your heart, I will be found of you. He will release his glory to the nation when he has first released his glory in his own people, in their prayer closets of worship. God will never take a nation over until he has first taken over his church with his glory. And folks, he hasn't done that yet. And he won't do it until he has taken over you and I. The church pretty much has no more anointing and power in it than it did a year ago. It still looks about the same. But God has begun. He has started visiting his people in the secret place. And he has been preparing us all of our lives for such a time as this. Today's message is not, Lord, change this nation. It is, Lord, change me, until your glory comes down upon my life. Change me with your glory, so that you may change our nation through me, for I am willing to be an answer, to my prayer for America.